So we left off yesterday with a uh, very fundamental but not a simple question of uh, how do we understand the nature of um, this kind of feeling of the person who uh, was abandoned as an infant, taken in by someone, cared for, given everything he needs, raised until grew up, became a person of understanding, good, full, complete functioning, how he would run to fulfill the desires of that person who benefited him so much. And he would be so careful, anything that he would uh, sort of warn him or direct him to embrace it. It feels such a sense of, of obligation, so to speak, wanting to express whatever he was, what he received. And that is the muscle that we're to use regarding Hashem. When we come to recognize even the most basic starting point of Hashem's chesed, our basic creation coming into existence, and being so superior from the other forms of other beings in the world, animals, plants. So the question is, uh, what is the what is the similarity in these two situations? How can they be one and the same? What is the nature of the feeling towards a person that it could be applied to Hashem? Now, one, one might say that um, this assumption is not valid in the first place. But just to spell it out, if you'd say that the basis for that feeling towards the person is the wanting to give back to them. I received so much, and I want to reciprocate, and I want to, in some way, return the favor. Give to the one who gave me so much, also as much as I could, which will at least be listening and following their, their instructions, their directions. So then that would not be something, of course, that could be applied to Gabi Hashem. So then we have to assume that the nature of the feeling of my response for that tremendous chesed that I received from a person is not an union of wanting to sort of pay back or give back to them. Because again, we cannot give back. We're not going to be trying to give back to Hashem. So then what is it really all about? If we, of course, stop to like get a sense of it, we may be able to sense it, but it's not a simple thing to put it into words. So, if anybody wants to take uh, make an attempt at this, they're welcome to try. Otherwise, um, I'm also willing to try. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> I was thinking last night, a little bit more this morning, that um, could be really in the in the best form. That feeling is a feeling of wanting to give recognition and and like celebration almost of the of the goodness of the person. 
and the goodness of their action and their action, many actions, and of their whole relationship that they have done, that they have performed, that they possess, and that I am the one who is experiencing it, knows it so well, who uh, has the connection with them through that. It's not simply that I got a lot of good bottom line, I'm a big beneficiary. It's I appreciate that person, who they are, what they did. In this situation, of course, not just a single action. You know, you could imagine the case that somebody risks their life to save my life. That would be very great in its own right. But here you have something that was the ongoing situation of a real profound involvement. So that, what is that feeling of wanting to respond to it? It's wanting to somehow call out that was so good, that was so great, that was so magnificent, that was so beautiful. And only the one who received it could know because they know that they've become everything that they are through the help of that and the, and the dedication and devotion and involvement of that person that gave to them. So they're able to appreciate the, the greatness, the, the holiness of that chesed, that tremendous effort of chesed that that person did that has, is a cause of so much good, so much potential good, and is so worthy of being celebrated, of being declared, of being recognized, being responded to in a way to be able to, to find some way to express that recognition of the greatness and the beauty of that midas chesed. A person has shown to me, has connected me with Midas HaChesed of the, of the highest level or a very high level. So it's within a person to want to express their, their respect for it, their love of it, their amazement of it. <laughs> That's what is channeling into the response to anything that person would ask me to do, of course I would run to, to do it. I have no words to express how great this is, how good this is, how magnificent this is, how beautiful this is, and what that says about the person himself, what goodness he has within him to be able to undertake this and perform something so good in such a good way. So. Perhaps this is something that could, of course, be applied. We could sense the Gabi Hashem as, as well through our own experience. Our awareness of our being in existence is a way of recognizing this is coming from what? Hashem's Midas HaChesed. Now, of course, once we make any contact, with Hashem's Midas HaChesed, we know that that's infinite. So we're not running to thank Hashem only for, again, um, because of something that we got. We are aware, we are in touch with Hashem's Midas HaChesed by virtue of our very being alive. 
and even more so by our being in such an exalted state above the animals, above the plants, above the inanimate objects. These are all ways of just being aware, oh, Hashem has brought me into existence. Hashem has given me a connection with Him by being created and being aware of it. I'm aware of Hashem. I'm aware of Hashem's chesed, which is infinite, which I know it must be infinite from the Creator. Then that is that is so powerful. That is it cannot be expressed in words. <laughs> it cannot be responded to by action. Like the Chalazovah says elsewhere, all the various Hashem of all the people cannot equal one chesed that Hashem did to one person, because it's a it's a means of a person making contact with Bayri Ayla. The Hebrew has given us a means to be in contact, to be aware of his Midas HaChesed. That is so great, so lofty, so holy, so powerful, so infinite, that all that Vayda will just be a way of expressing, I am aware. Abishta, you have the Midas Achesed. I don't know. Okay, just something to think about. Um, I think that's um, the uh, basic um, feeling that we have that uh, this is something that's really very hard to put into words, is very valid. So we should try to, you know, get some sense of it. But, but to be aware. That what we're what we're trying to do is not pay back, because of course we can't pay back to Hashem. Not that we should feel in unworthy, undeserving, and having to pay for what we got. On the contrary, we're brought in, we're being brought in contact with Hashem's infinite chesed. And the example of it, and the most powerful one is our very own existence. We are aware, we are alive, we are conscious. We are knowing that Hashem has created us. Oh, that's already contact with Hashem. That is already amazing chesed, to be in contact with Hashem. Okay. I think that, uh, that's um, about all I could try for now. Anybody has any reaction to this? You know, they're welcome. If you're just uh, in total shock, that's okay too. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to read now the, uh, the second question. Yes, please, by all means, Amisha. Go ahead. Um, is there some underlying, like, single feature that's just causing us to be distracted? I don't know, at least me, to be distracted from recognizing Hashem's chesed? Like, is there... I mean, um, what, like, what is... I mean, obviously, the easy answer is the Yetzir Hara. But well, that's a very good question. The Chavos himself poses that question in the beginning of Shara Bechina. In Agdam of the Shara Bechina, he raises the question of why people are generally not aware of Hashem's chesed in their life. And he gives three reasons. One reason is the fact that we grow up with it, so we take it for granted, all the good that we have. So we're not conditioned to be taking note of it from a 
place of first um, not having to then suddenly receiving something enormously great. But if we would be able to somehow set up that kind of a uh, mindset as if we had nothing, then all of a sudden it all came to us. Like the Alta Slabodka writes, um, the Alta Slabodka writes about um, uh, the Bracha Vanaisi and Lasechvi. So many, so many levels of development that a person has from infancy till he becomes more intelligent to be able to put letters together and words together and growing and growing and growing till he reaches uh, the, the fullest, uh, who knows what uh, enormous uh, high level it could be in his uh, achieving wisdom. And if you would uh, be able to experience being devoid of everything, having nothing, and then receiving everything in one shot. Talks about the, 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 the delight of the parents as they see the child starting to develop, starting to become more and more intelligent, their amazement. How exciting is that the child, the parent can hear from a child, you're not in charge of me, Hashem is in charge of me. Wow. So a person can realize how I am receiving everything all at once. It will be amazing. But we are we're already you know, used to it. We're growing up with it from infancy. So everything becomes just like uh, soon to be there. That's one reason he gives. Another reason he gives is that we're in very much hot pursuit of um, uh, always more and more kinds of acquisitions and pleasure. So whatever we have already becomes reduced and dwarfed and made insignificant by comparison to what we're trying to achieve, which we never will achieve. In a similar vein, you could say that we're just not mindful. We're so busy with everything that's going on in our, in our life that uh, sort of we never develop the habit. We never develop that sort of lifestyle of gratitude, of taking note, becoming aware of what Hashem has given and is constantly giving us. And the, the third, go ahead. Okay, and the third reason he gives is uh, that when a person experiences difficulties uh, and, and, and um, painful things in life, so that creates emotional barrier that uh, blocks him from being able to feel the appreciation for the positive things. And it's quite a fascinating thing um, how there really is enormous power in negative experiences to block us from what otherwise would be a, you know, predominance of positive. Um, and you can, you can take it for yourself as a muscle. If you ever got pulled over and see the flashing lights of a police car in your rearview mirror, and you had that sinking feeling, and then, then notice how you react to seeing police cars afterwards. At least in my experience, it for a long time was very negative. Even though you know intellectually that the police are doing much more to protect you, and when they pull you over, it's just taxes, you know, they have to collect tickets to, you know, keep the city going. It's nothing personal. <laughs> but nevertheless, after seeing those flashing lights in your rearview mirror, when you see a police car, you like feel dread and and, and anger. 
So in, in real life situations also, this kind of thing could happen. We have to be extremely wary um, to avoid any kind of powerful negative interactions that could somehow unfortunately block what otherwise would be much more positive. And the Chalavah was saying also, when we have difficult experiences and um, we don't take the heart properly that it's all intended for our benefit, then this prevents a person from being able to be properly aware and appreciating the kindness of Hashem. So we really need to be able to embrace everything for it to work. So we need to be mindful. Can I ask a question also, if you're done with that point? Um, just just, 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 just to summarize. Okay. So we, we need to try to be mindful. We need to try to be imaginative of not having and then receiving whatever we have, whatever that's good. And of course, there's a lot, a lot there to try to focus on. And then we have to have that firm, clear understanding that everything that Hashem is bringing to us in life is for our benefits. The little bit that we can understand, we could try to understand. What we can't understand, we should accept in a very even tr- childlike, trusting fashion. Torah calls us banim l'ashem elokeichem. You can be trusting Hashem like a young child trusts his parents. And then we'll be able to experience the good of everything in the best good way. Okay. Okay. Uh, Moshe, go ahead. Yeah, no, I just... Um... I think we got here because of, of the way the post of us uh, presented it. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm still a little bothered by the Lashon. It's more, the way you're explaining it, it's more you should have, a, you should have an overall sense of, of his Chayvus. Not that he is Chayv. That sounds like more an external, uh, more formulaic. He's Chayv because of what he did versus the right. way he did it, which, which I, I definitely appreciate. I love that explanation, but I don't. Is, is that read into um, how that's he's a very? That's a very excellent question. <laughs> yes, that the question of how does it read in the words "kamu chayev loim and achayvos"? Definitely, the simple reading has the um, the clear impression that uh, someone that I owe to you, I owe to you for what you gave me, and. If it could be applied to Hashem, it would be, I owe to Hashem for what Hashem gave me. So my hope is that what this could mean is that it's not a chayev in the sense of like when you borrow money and you owe the person in a financial sense. It's, it's more how obligated I am, how much my true understanding and my true most proper inner feelings demand of me, dictate to me, should should drive me to want to give expression to this. How compelling it is, how how sort of like callous and and self-damaging and utterly failed it would be for me to ignore that and not give it its respect that it deserves and its response that it deserves. Of course, I guess um, in order for it to be complete, can't just be that I'm going to go tell everybody how wonderful that person is, 
but not care for them. The only way that it can be complete is when it comes to that person to care for them in a personal way, to be devoted to them. It's not just an abstract, beautiful thing they did. It was to me personally. So I have to be so committed, so devoted, so, you know, can similarly connected to them to, to give this its full meaning and its full, its full culmination. It's not like I'm going to be dispensing with an obligation. I'm going to be bringing it to its full, its full potential. That everything that was given to me will be, will be also a cause of my devotion to that person and my desire to, to give to them in a similar kind of way that will only bring us closer and closer together. That's, that's the best that I could try and suggest at the moment. But there's no question that this Indian needs um, a lot more good analysis. <laughs> okay. So maybe we'll try to start the Shani. Everybody okay with that? Okay. Um, so today's session was a little bit of sort of a, not according to the exact plan. Okay, the Hashemi, the second Cheshbon. Cheshbon ha'adam im nafshoi, a person taking a county with himself, begodil toives he'lukim olav, Hashem's great kindness with him, bechibur gufoi, the combination of all the parts of his body, ha'shlamas tzurasai, the completion of his form, ma'husai, his his essence, whole essence, the tavnas of the forming of his limbs, or it's also he's coming out from the mother's womb into the world. Bicholta is barach with Hashem's ability. preparing his food beforehand, afterwards, everything is there for the infant. as is fitting for him, according to the amount that he needs. Chesed Melokov Olov is the kindness of Hashem to him. Okay, here we go again. V'yachshay b'nafshay, he should think to himself. Ilu ha'yachoser b'tchilas b'riyosoy b'li'enayim. Had he been lacking from the initial creation, lacking eyes. Now that's a That's a hard thing to sort of understand literally because he didn't have sight, he would not have had even the experience of the lack of it. But I guess once he gains it, it would be quite a discovery, quite an amazing experience. Or your dime of who is lacking hands, or a lacking feet. And some person will be able to make them for him. Until his body would be complete with these parts being added. And he would experience that gift, that amazing ability that he just acquired at a point of really being fully intelligent. How great would have been his thanks to that person. And is being pulled to his 
instructions. In his attachment to, to service, meaning you'll be such a feeling of, of thanks, of gratitude, of wanting to express appreciation of that amazing gift. In the same way, he has to be drawn after Hashem. Asher tikin gufoi v'hishlim evorav kulam b'tachlas hatikun v'atikun, who has prepared and has devised, has completed all his limbs in the highest, best form. Moish Amar, like the pasuk says, the charnaki chachimer asis tzani v'al offer teshiveni. Describing Hashem's formation of in all the parts. Rabbi, you're muted. Sorry about that. Um, so these are all ways of a person getting a sense of Hashem's involvement with him and giving him these creations. That's There is a way to recognize how amazing they are, how complex, how... How wondrous they are. And that can bring us in contact with our being recipients, our being in contact in the most personal way of Hashem's chesed. It's being fashioned for us, not just here by itself, and not just Hashem made the world. It's Hashem, it's, it's the same as if a person would come and fashion it for us and design it and attach it. There's Hashem giving it to us. So the essence is through the wonder of it, seeing Hashem behind it involved with us very, very personally, very constantly. Okay. I think uh, I think that's pretty good for today. Any uh, any final thoughts? Anyone is welcome to. Uh, What's a, in, terms the difference, in terms of the difference between number one and number two, is a highlight, is, is the main difference, I'm still just processing it, so I'm not sure where, where this right. is going, but um, right. it, it, the main difference that the first thing is the whole, it's like the entire everything, like we're not, yesh mayayin, and then this is the details that we're supposed to focus on, which is another level of recognition, like, you know, you could right. see a whole picture and appreciate a whole picture, and then you could start looking at one little detail of a of a picture and appreciate that. Is that is that the highlighted difference between right. number one and number two, or is it something else? I, I think so. No, I think it's like using different aspects of our being and our awareness of that as a way of gaining that awareness of our being in the in the receptivity of Hashem's chesed. We can see Hashem being evolved, Hashem being native, Hashem's midas chesed 
in our very existence. We could see it in the complexity of our creation and all the different parts of it. You know, the more that we're studied, of course, the better it will be. But even from that, just like very like simple contrast, a person would not have their eyesight, then it would be given. They wouldn't have the use of their hands, they wouldn't have the use of their, of their, of their legs, then it would be given. I think this is like this 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 um, experience that we're going through is an opportunity to come to recognize that there are a lot of things that we are being given that we take for granted that um, we can realize are gifts from Hashem. So uh, we can try to use that. We should try to use that to uh, gain that recognition. Crystal will come into real contact of recognition of Hashem's chesed um, in, through any means, that will be a very great accomplishment. That could be very powerful. And I'm hoping to talk more about it Sunday night. <laughs> okay. Okay, I will pause here. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank you.